It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is a pleasure to have so many of you out there listening. I'm Chloe Thomas. I'm the creator of the e-commerce master plan. I'm an author, speaker and advisor, and I focus on solving your e-commerce marketing problems. One of the other things I do that you might not yet know about is that I write white papers for businesses on the supplier side of e-commerce. So if a software company or an agency wants a killer lead magnet to drive those email signups or to give away at a trade show or event, they come to me to write it. Over the last few years, I've written white papers for Trustpilot, Dotmailer and many more. Why am I telling you this at the start of this episode? Well, because the content of those white papers is really good. I say so myself anyway. I I hear good things from other people too. Um, But the content's so good that I've persuaded a few of my white paper clients to let me turn the white papers that I've written for them into podcast episodes for all of you. Back in episode 167, 167, I did this for the first time, sharing a white paper I wrote about emotional commerce for the Magento agency Diligent. And you can find that via ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast if you want a listen and details of where to go to get your own copy. In this episode, I'm sharing a different type of white paper, one that's more focused on the practicalities of e-commerce marketing rather than the big strategic picture. This one was commissioned by the lovely marketing team at Dotmailer, and it's all about making your email newsletters more powerful. It's called 14 Tips to Beat Newsletter Block. If you'd like to get this white paper and find out more about Dotmailer, then head to resources.dotmailer.com and look for the bright pink cover with a design a little like the board in Blockbusters. Um, that's a bit of a niche reference, but if you are about my age and or older and you remember the TV show Blockbusters, uh, then uh, it looks just like the board there. For the rest of you, it's hexagons. OK, uh, OK. If you would like to commission me to write a white paper for your business, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash white paper to find out more and to get in contact with me. OK, here we go. 14 tips to beat newsletter block. Creating and implementing an interesting and creative email broadcast plan is half the battle to maximising the sales that come from your email marketing channel. The other half is down to your automated campaigns. Whether you call them broadcasts, newsletters, blasts or something else, these are the emails you send to everyone on your list to keep them up to date with what's happening in your business. The relentless release of these means you have to have something interesting to say week in, week out. That can leave you with a complete lack of creativity and stuck producing broadcasts that just don't stand out. If you've ever thought, oh no, it's broadcast day again, what are we going to send? Then these tips are for you. Not only are these tips going to help you find some great ideas for your broadcast, they will also help you work out how to drive more revenue. The better your broadcasts, the more engaged your customers will stay, so they'll keep opening, clicking and won't be unsubscribing. Let's get on with the tips then. Speak to other teams in the business. Tip number one, the buying and merchandising team. The role of the broadcast is to make sure your customers know what's going on in the business. So if you don't know what's going on, how can you keep the broadcast relevant? It's time to get out of marketing and head over to your buying and merchandising teams. 
Have a chat with them about what's coming up in the next few weeks. Any interesting products? Anything they think is going to fly off the shelves? Any big promotions? Do they have any interesting stories about the latest collection? Any e-commerce business lives or dies on its products. So the more excitement around them you can put into your broadcast, the better for everybody. Tip number two, the rest of the marketing team. Just like there are benefits to speaking to the team in charge of the products, you should be chatting with your marketing colleagues. Has something interesting happened on social media this week? Are there some great PR features coming up? Anything new on the website to shout about? Are there messages that are working particularly well in content marketing or advertising? All of these can give you ideas to improve your broadcast. Okay, mining your data. Tip number three, product sales data. Get your hands on the list of best-selling products. Is there a category or product that you've not featured in a while? Tip number four, what's being read on the website? Are there product categories with lots of traffic that you've not covered or blog topics that get a lot of readers? These topics might inspire some broadcasts or even lead you to create a most read broadcast that features your most read blogs. Tip number five, what worked last year? In marketing, we're often racing towards the future and fail to look at what worked well for us in the past. Go back and look at your email broadcast results from last year, or even better, the year before. Which broadcast drove the most revenue, the most clicks? Can you repeat them last year or take inspiration from them to create new ideas for future broadcasts? Get organised. Tip number six, create a broadcast calendar. Sitting down on a Monday to decide what to send this week is usually the death of creativity. You need to have a plan. Once created, it also allows you to spend your creative energy on creating great emails rather than thinking of something to say. Before you start on your plan, you need to create your calendar. Create a calendar of the year where each week is a separate column. With the dates on it as well, create a row for important external events and add in the big important dates that are relevant to your business, such as global events that happen each year, Christmas, Halloween, Diwali, Easter, Mother's Day, Black Friday, and big events that happen every now and then like the Olympics, a royal wedding or the FA Cup. Create another row for important internal events, events that are controlled by your company. So big promotions like the sales, store openings or closures, new product launches or free PMP weekends. Now you have everything you need to know to build your broadcast plan, it's time to decide what broadcast is going out when. First, put in emails to support the biggest events, so the sale, the new launches, Christmas. The chances are that's going to have filled up at least a third of your calendar. So now you know what gaps you have to fill. This process enables you to see what gaps you have and gives you the time to be creative in how you fill them out. Tip number seven, create a series. If you want to take it to the next level, could you turn part or all of your broadcast into an educational series? If you've got a gap of three broadcasts to fill, why not do a three-part guide to creating the perfect summer wardrobe, each week featuring a different look or category from your product range? Tip number eight, make more of each event. Each event on your calendar can be supported with more than one broadcast. The easiest example of this is your January sale. It's not just a sale now on email, it's sale now on, new lines added, further reductions, must end soon. All really compelling topics for an email broadcast.
Learn from the industry. Tip number nine, the emails everyone should be sending. There are some email broadcasts that deliver every time you send them and that any business can do. These must be part of your plan. Some might have a full email devoted to them. Others might be a part of every broadcast. Here we go. Reviews. Whether it's a customer testimonial, individual product review scores or your overall company rating, all of these will encourage customers to buy from you because they prove you're trustworthy. Bestsellers. Why do companies flag their bestsellers? Because people like to buy what other people are buying. At least once a season, you should be sending an email announcing your best-selling products. Top viewed or our customers love. Even more psychologically attractive is the top reviewed or our customers love. Even more psychologically attractive is the top reviewed email. Fill it with the products your customers review as the best and watch the units fly out of the warehouse. Did you know we sell? An email which explains the range of goods you sell category by category. New in. We love anything new. Trust building. The reviews are one step towards building trust with your customers. You can also feature PR, famous customers, how long you've been around and how many customers you have. All these show that others have trust in you, which encourages all your customers to do the same. Reassurance or removing barriers to purchase. Whilst positive encouragement to buy is great, it is also a good idea to remind customers of how you've also lowered their barriers to conversion. Returns policies, product guarantees, delivery service information, all of these encourage customers to buy by reassuring them everything's going to be okay. Urgency. A great way to get customers to act. Think offer ends tomorrow. Scarcity. Also very powerful. Only four left or first 10 customers get free PMP. Talking of free PMP, free PMP, still a ridiculously powerful way to get customers to buy. Tip number 10, competitor watching. A great place to find inspiration is by watching what others are doing with their email marketing. The only way to do this is to sign up to their marketing. But before you start, do not do this with your normal email account. You want this watching account to be accessible to the whole team and you don't want to lose your work emails amongst all the marketing emails you're about to get or get distracted too often. So set up a new email account. Just a Gmail will do. Decide which of your competitors you should be watching and get signed up to their emails. Sign up to companies who are great at email marketing too. Those who performed well on hitting the mark would be a good idea as would those who also appeal to your customers. Once you've signed up to everything, share the login details with anyone else on your team who should have access and each week or so log in to see what's happening. Learn from your customers. Tip number 11, customer survey. This is an idea that will help you keep your broadcasts and other marketing focused on the subjects that your customers are actually interested in. Set up a survey and ask your customers an open-ended question about why they buy your sort of products. You want to get lots of really wordy answers. You might have to be a bit creative with the question to get the long answers you want, and it might take a couple of attempts to find that perfect question. For example, for a holiday firm, you might ask, why do you come to X for your holidays? Or what is important to you when picking your next trip? For a fashion retailer, the question might be, why do you buy from us? Or what makes you buy the clothes you do? Or how would you describe your personal style? 
For a gift retailer, it could be what makes a great gift or how do you pick which gift to give? The more responses you get, the better this will work, but you also need the answers to be honest, so no incentives for completing this survey. You could email your list to ask them to fill in the survey, but this tends to get low response rates. For the best quality and volume of responses, add the survey question as a second stage after your email sign-up or on your order confirmation page. So that means you put it on the thank you page after the email sign-up pop-up or you put it on the order confirmation page after someone's finished checking out their order. Putting this question on the page after an email sign-up can generate as much as an 80% response rate. Once you have a fair few answers, it's time to analyse them. That means feeding the results into a word cloud tool, a tool that turns all the text into a cloud of words. The bigger the word, the more times it was mentioned by your customers. Once you have your image, print it off and give a copy to everyone in your team. This word cloud represents what your customers care about. Take a look at the biggest words. Each of these should have a broadcast all to itself. This word cloud will give you endless inspiration for marketing, planning and content creation. If you leave the survey running, you can refresh your word cloud every few months for more ideas and to keep up to date with what your customers want. Make more of your existing email marketing resources. Tip number 12, your marketing software services. What marketing software services do you have that can feed into your email marketing? And are you using them? Often we buy software for one element of functionality and don't get around to using the rest of it. So do you already have access to tech that could make your email broadcasts better? Maybe you have a product merchandising system that tracks what your customers are looking at and which can feed personalised product recommendations into your email broadcasts. The same can often be done with reviews. These might not be a broadcast in their own right, but could be added to most broadcasts in order to improve performance. Tip number 13. Use emails you've already created or need to create. Often teams struggle to balance their time between the need to create broadcast emails and the need to create automated emails. Sometimes an email that fits an automated campaign could also be a good broadcast, so you can get two uses of the single email. If your welcome email has an email featuring your press coverage, why not send that to everybody? If your post-purchase campaign has an email making customers aware of the full range you sell, why not use that as a broadcast too? Tip number 14. Your ideas that didn't make it list. You might already have a list of broadcast ideas that just haven't been done yet. You definitely will after you follow all these tips because you're going to end up with far more ideas than you can possibly fit into your plan. Make a note of the ideas that didn't fit so you can use them in the future. Then next time you can revisit the list and then it might be the right time for one of those new ideas. Make a note of all the ideas that don't fit into your plan so that you have them ready to use in the future. Then next time you're going through this process you can revisit that list and then might be the right time for one of those ideas. What's next? Once you've got your broadcast plan in place it's time to get beyond sending the same thing to everyone each week. Testing. Is the idea a good one? Many of your new broadcast ideas are just that, ideas. You don't yet know how well your customers will respond to them. That means it's time to get testing. Take two of your ideas, create two broadcasts and send each to half your list. If one idea bombs, make a note of it so you don't use it again. If one of the ideas flies, amend your plan to use it again later in the year. By splitting your list when you test your new ideas, you can accelerate the time it takes to find out what are good and what are bad.
a different approach to subject lines. Sometimes the ideas you will have come up with aren't enough for a whole email, but do suggest a different type of subject line. So give it a test. Great idea, but a lot of work. Maybe you've had a great idea, but it's going to be a lot of work to do it. For example, if you love the top reviewed idea, but getting the product images altered to have a top reviewed logo on them just isn't in the budget to do every time. Well, if you can find the budget to do it once, then create two versions of the email. The only difference being the product images either do or don't have that top reviewed logo on them. Does the difference in sales make it worth the extra budget to alter the product images in future? Segmentation. Once you get testing, it quickly leads into segmentation. Sending multiple broadcasts each week to different data sets or picking the best set of customers to send each broadcast to. As well as increasing results, segmentation can be a great way to solve two big broadcast problems. Overmailing and not being able to fit everything into the calendar. Overmailing. If you're in danger of sending customers too many emails, start selecting the best possible audience for each campaign rather than just sending everything to everyone. Too much to fit into the calendar? If you've got some great ideas that you just can't squeeze into the calendar because they're not sufficiently interesting to all your customers, then send that idea to just the relevant customers. Create the segment to whom the content is relevant and send them that relevant email while the rest of your list gets the originally planned broadcast. Personalization. Once your segmentation starts getting complex, it might be time to look to dynamic or personalized content instead of creating separate broadcasts. This is where the content within each broadcast dynamically changes based on the person receiving it. It could be as simple as swapping one section out for men or women, or as complicated as personalised product recommendations. Once you get your broadcast inspiration flowing, the sky really is the limit. Well, there you go. 14 tips to beat newsletter block. A big thanks to Mark Jarvis and his team at Dotmailer for letting me share that with you. If you'd like to get this white paper and find out more about Dotmailer, then head to resources.dotmailer.com where you can find this white paper and many other great free resources. If you would like to commission me to write a white paper for your business, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash white paper for all the details and to get in contact. Have a great week and keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.